Sundays when I could just really sit down and just let the choir stand up. But I guess I have an assignment, so I better be obedient. Huh? You have your Bibles with you. We are still working out of Ephesians chapter 4. Reading out of the Amplified, which will be on the screen before you. Still dealing with finding our identity in Christ, knowing who you are in Christ, knowing your purpose and your destiny. Hmm. Ephesians chapter 4. I am going to begin reading at, at verse 7. Like I said, it would be on the screen before y'all, the Amplified, and it reads as such in our hearing. Yet grace, that is God's unmerited favor, which was given to each of us individually, not indiscriminately, but in different ways, in proportion to the measure of Christ's rich bontuous gift. Therefore, it is said that when he ascended on high, that he led captivity captive, that he led a train of vanquished foes, and he bestowed gifts on to us. Yes, Lord. But but he ascended. Now, can this he ascended mean that he had previously descended from the heights of heaven into the, into the depths, the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is the very same as he who also ascended high above the heavens. His presence might fill all things, the whole universe from the lowest to the highest. Yes, Lord, his glory may fill the earth. He, uh, and his gifts was very, and he himself appointed men to us. Some to be apostles, special messengers, some prophets, inspired preachers and expounders, some evangelists, preachers of the gospel, traveling missionaries, preachers of the gospel, traveling missionaries, some pastors, shepherds of the flock and teachers. His intention was, this emphasis, his, his intention was, was the, the maturing, the perfecting, the full equipping of the saints. He, he, his, his consecrated people that, that they may do the work of ministering towards building up Christ's body, the church or building us up that it might develop until we all attain oneness in the faith into the comprehension of the full and of the Son of God that we might arrive at real, really mature manhood and, comp and completeness of personality, which is nothing less than the standard height of Christ's own perfection, the measure of stature of the fullness of Christ, the completeness found in him. Let's stop there, Wayne. I'm not going to get to all that, okay? Father, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, give strength where there's weakness, Father. Just increase the anointing that I may preach that which the Spirit is saying. High Tracy behind your Shekinah glory, and Lord, speak to us. Lord, minister to us. Lord, even out of my weakness, allow your strength to be manifest. Lord, even now, Lord, just saturate this place with your atmosphere that, that your spirit may speak and we may hear what the spirit is saying. Even now, Lord, 
In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Capture this first thought. In order to know who we are in Christ, we must begin to recognize and see the investment he has made in you. <laughs> well, let me say that again. Just the fact that he saved you says that God has made an investment in you. That he has an inheritance of glory in you. He just didn't save you so you can wait to get to heaven. But in saving you, he put his glory in you so that people may see heaven in you. Uh, yeah, do, I, do I need to work on that a little bit more? Do, do I need to dig, can I dig a little bit deeper in that? God has, within even these these earthen vessels has put his treasure of glory in you that as he works on you, he may bring up out of you what he placed in you so people will see Christ in you. Do I need to work on that a little bit more? Uh, let's, let's dig a little bit deeper. See, when he saved you, he took ownership over you. So that now you are not your own, but you've been bought with a price. And it does not yet appear who you really are, because who you really are is what God has placed in you. And, 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 and your journey is that God is bringing up out of you the glory that he placed in you. And nobody can do what you're supposed to do. If you ponder that truth, that gives your life purpose and destiny. Matter of fact, for some of us, the reason why that is hard to believe is because what we've been through. Let me update that, what we're going through. But, but let, me, let, me, let me help you with something. Sometimes Satan shows his hand by messing with you. He wouldn't be messing with you if he's not trying to stop what's in you. Oh, y'all don't hear me. <laughs> I believe that the more you got in you, the more trouble you're going to go through. Because the devil sees a glimpse of the glory in you so Satan would take all his best soldiers to attack you from, from the day you was born. If he saw that there was something in you, he set out to discourage you so you would never be what God has called you. Uh, see, and, and what we do, we think that because we've been through all this or we've done all that, that he must not be talking to me. Well, you're the very one that the devil's trying to stop, and that's why you've been through what you've been through, because there's more to you than what meets the eye. Listen, I'm not just talking about some of us, I'm talking to all of us, and the reason why you can't understand or don't believe what I'm saying, because we're living in a lie and not in the truth. We believe our experiences and our feelings more than we believe God's word. And we can't get past what, what somebody else done said. You are in a war of fierce magnitude. And, and Satan will use everything at his disposal stop you from becoming because he's afraid of you stepping. If you ever got a glimpse of who you really are, if you ever saw what God wants to bring up out of you, it will blow your mind. You know, the battle is in your mind. Because whatever a man thinketh, whatever a woman thinketh, in her heart, that's who we are. We, you can't get past what you think. So, so Satan wants to set up this, this masterful delusion and deception and remind you of what you're not. You 
know what you need to do. You need to start talking back. See, we sit there so calm and cool and listen to the lies that devil say about you. You need to say, wait a minute, devil. I know you're a lie. My God says I'm chosen. I'm elected. I got purpose. I got destiny. I am somebody. I am love. I remember, I remember, I, I forgot the name of the movie, but, but y'all, 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 these maids, black maids, and, and they was working in these houses, and, and the mother, thank you, thank you. What was that again? Help, that's right. And, and she would take this, this little girl and say, I am kind, I am. I am nice, I am, say that, important. You know what she was trying to do? She was trying to fight against what the little girl was experiencing and she was speaking into her truths. And her mom would just, just, just was, 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 was destroying that little girl and she, she would get down where the little girl was and say, you are kind, you are important, you are smart. You know what God is doing? He comes down where we are and say, you are chosen, you are washing the blood of the lamb. You are, well, my, my question is, whose voice are you listening to? The devil is saying stuff, and people are saying stuff, and their voices are around us, but unless we intentionally hear the voice of God and begin to pay attention to, you are smart, you are important. See, we laugh at that, but, but, but we don't understand what's happening. She understood that if that little girl would grow up and receive what her mom was doing, they would ruin her. And she was combating. God is combating everything that has ever happened to us. Every Sunday, God is trying to get enough truth that, that we shed off some stuff. We let go of some stuff. The devil is a liar. Listen, listen. He's a liar about you. Whoever told you your, your feelings are saved? Whoever told you that the experiences you went through, you interpreted the right way? And, 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 and every day, God is trying to speak at our level where we are to take us to where we need to be. Because, because listen, you are going to attain, I'm going to attain the next level of glory by faith. See, I got to believe it before I get there. It got to get down in my spirit that, that you know what, you can act like you somebody when everybody else think you nobody. When you walk in the room, they ought to ask, who's that? Who's that? Did you see? Did you see how they walk in here? Some of us, we can't even look one another in the eyes. We walk up, that's a trick of the devil. Do you know who you are? You are a child of the king. And listen what he says. And that verse, he says, he says, the foe has already been conquered. And, and he deals with our insecurities. He deals with that we're never enough and we will never begin to, to, to activate the power that is in us until faith catches hold of what God says about us. Paul says this prayer in Ephesians 
chapter 1. We, we have already gone over some of it, but, but I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish this out. I've been giving you a little bit each week. Let's see. Ephesians was the chapter where I want to begin at. Chapter 1, 17. For I always pray to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father, listen, of glory. His, God, God is all about his glory. He is all about his glory. Watch this. And you are instruments of his glory. Asking God, Lord, I don't understand what's going on. And, and a word came to me. He says, Tracy, I'm forging you. Forging for some of you don't mean anything, but, but since I worked at the Millicon, worked and, and, and I know what forging means. Forging is the process of taking iron and putting it in, in heat until it's red hot. It doesn't melt, but it becomes more pliable. Then you take a mallet, an iron mallet, and you, you beat it in this shape. Oh, y'all don't hear me. See, because if you melt it all the way down, you would change the chemical composite of it. And it becomes weaker. But you want to keep it strong so that it, so that it can cut through anything. The problem is, though it's strong, it's not sharp. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Listen, so, 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 so you want to keep it strength. So you only heat it up without melting it but you beat it into shape. <laughs> you know what God is doing to some of us? Got you in the fire, take you out the fire, but he's allowing what you're going through to beat you into shape because God can't use a, a dull instrument. He said, for my use. For my God, you, you are an instrument of God's glory. I'm not talking about nobody. I'm talking about you. Say, I am an instrument of God's glory. And the glory that I have, nobody else has. The problem is, is that you and I get in his way. That we never begin to see the purpose for which he saved us and the purpose for which he is... Your purpose isn't just to go to heaven. If that was true after he saved you, he would have took you. But the fact that he has kept you down here means that God is trying to use you as an instrument for his glory. Listen, listen. And there is no higher calling than that. It's on the inside. It's on the inside. Now, now that truth got to get so down in you that it begins to, 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 that you don't care what anybody say about you. After a while, you're not, you, you're not impressed with anybody that much because you somebody too. After a while, they can talk about you and you, you grow some thick skin that y'all just don't know who I am, do you? After a while, after, after a while, you don't, you, don't, you don't get with somebody who's acting like a chicken because I'm an eagle. Matter of fact, you don't even play with turkeys too much because turkeys can't fly either. My, my, my brothers and my sisters, listen. When we begin to understand what the Word of God is saying about us, it revolutionizes your attitude about you. Now watch this. You don't get a big head because you know it's not you, it's God. But you get a boldness and a confidence that folks who don't have that may not like you. Listen. The crabs in the barrel. Got an attitude with the crabs outside the barrel. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Let's listen to this prayer. 
He said, having the eyes of your heart flooded with light so that you can come to understand the hope or the expectation to which God has called you. And how rich is his glorious, listen, his inheritance in the same. Know what God said? God says, I have an investment in you. I have an inheritance in you. And I kept you down here so I can pull out of you what I have in you so that I can blow you away by what I have placed in you that you would give me more praise. And not only will you give me more praise, but the folks who see me in you will know it's not you. No, no, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. And go next verse, inheritance in the saints, his inheritance in the saints. He said, and, and so that you can know and understand the immeasurable, unlimited, so Pat, let me read this again. So that you may know and understand what is the immeasurable, but I mean, it can't be measured. Unlimited means God will go to, I mean, I mean, there's no limit to it. Surpassing whatever you think is great, it surpasses that. Greatness of his power, watch this, already in you. Already there. So guess what? When trouble come, you already have the capacity to bear up under it. So no matter what hits you, God has already measured the grace that you need to go through it. Listen, you don't have to lose your mind because the power he has already placed in you will keep you in your right mind. See, see, sometimes the greatness of God is not what he keep you from, it's what he bring you through. See, I, I don't know anybody who hasn't been through nothing who's deep in God. See, it's what you've been through that make you appreciate how good he is. Ah, 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 See, see, your testimony is based in you got in trouble, but God got you out of trouble. Oh, don't, 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 don't. Come on, come on now. Come on. Think with me now. See, 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 whenever you get deep in God, it's because you recognize it, that nobody could have done it but God. No, nobody could have kept you. Nobody could have made out of no way. Nobody, no, no. Let me talk to some folks who've been through something. I, I declare you shout louder when God brings you out. When you look back over what, what God brought you. I, I, I heard this. I, 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 I recognize that, that, that. See, cancer almost destroyed you. But God brought you through that cancer. Now, you can't help yourself. Your eyes begin to cry when you think about it because you know it was nobody. Nobody. Don't your trouble take you to a higher place of praise? Don't, don't it make you want to run? Well, well, you know, sometimes you got to stop thinking about it because folks may not understand why you shouting because to them there's nothing to shout about. But if they knew how good God been to they just knew your story, they would shout too. When God is, is bracing, it's not the mountaintop that brings it out of you. It's the valley low. See, anybody can praise God on Sunday morning. See, there's some folks in here that may not know God, but after y'all saying, they're saying God is good. But, but they're not saying it from their experience. Oh, that they know. See, 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 but, but, but the more you go through, 
Don't, don't take much to get you going. Matter of fact, just, you get, matter of fact, you get, hey, hey, when you wake up and realize you still got another day to get close to him. When you find out you in your right mind, because you almost lost your mind sometimes. Paul is saying, when you begin to recognize the power in you and for, listen, I understand this. How can he give you all that power in you then it's for you to get you to where you need? It's making the right choices and trusting him when we don't see his hands in it. It's believing that God is for us when it don't seem like it. It's, it's understanding that God is shaping our character because God will not take you to the next level if he can't trust you with the next level of glory. Look at, well, why, why would he take you to the next level if he knows you're going to embarrass him once you get there? Why would he take you someplace that we won't allow him to prepare us to get ready for that level of pressure, that level of glory, that level of whatever? Because, because before he gets you there, he has to prepare you to handle what's going to happen at that level. And listen, if we are not being obedient here, why will he take us there? Now, what helps us to understand is that God will show you a glimpse of where he's taking you so that in the storm, you have an expectation on the table. But guess what? He won't show you if you ain't listening. See, see, our trouble need to get us on our knees before him. Say, Lord, what are you up to? And God would say, wait a minute, this is momentary. This is, but, but, but watch this. If I'm not listening to the voice of the Lord, Satan got some voices for me to listen to. Whatever space we leave empty, Satan is going to fill. <laughs> okay, I gave God eight pieces of a ten-slice pie. But guess who got the other two pieces? <laughs> Somebody said he's working those two pieces. <laughs> Work out the salvation that is in you. He says it's in you, Philippians chapter 2, verse, verse 12. He said, he said, work out the salvation that is in you with fear and trust. He said, he said, work it out. Work it. It's already in you, but, but you got to get out of the way. You got to get stuff out of You got to get your mind right. That's why sometimes I got to listen. You got to listen to a sermon over and over and over again. Sometimes you got to read that text over and over again. Because listen, if I've been believing a lie, for 40, 50 years, me hearing that text one time is not going to convince me that it's true. I got to get that thing in my spirit. Listen, the word of God is seed. It's seed that gets planted in my, in my spirit, but I got to water it. Listen, I can have an apple seed, but I'm not going to get apples until I plant that seed in soil and water it. I got to put it in the right atmosphere. Let me ask you a question. Who are you hanging with? Because who you hang with will determine how high you fly. 
that they are not putting good stuff in you and you good stuff in them and they're talking chicken gibberish. I just made up a new word. And all y'all doing is chicken talk? You can't expect to be no more than a chicken. I don't care how much you, see, Sunday is not the test. Monday is. <laughs> Tuesday is. Wednesday is. Thursday is. And Lord knows Friday is. And Saturday, I know. Y'all remember when you used to come to church at the party all night Saturday? And could nobody tell you that at least I'm in church? But guess what? Coming to church after a while made you change your attitude. It's a good thing the spectrum isn't still open. Some of us... I'm just saying, okay, let's, let's, let's move on. The truth will set you free. We stand between the devil's voice, our own voice, our experiences, and God's voice. Some of you will remember this. The, the young people probably won't remember this because everything is so digital. But y'all remember when you have to turn the dial on the radio? And you remember that, that, that when you didn't have it quite right, that you would, get, you would hear a whole lot of static? Because, because cause it wasn't completely on the frequency. Then if you go too far to the right, you get more static. But you knew you was right because you heard it in the background, but you couldn't enjoy it because it had too much. Y'all got to remember that? See, you was actually turning the frequency on your radio so it could receive the frequency that you wanted. And, and if it wasn't just right, you couldn't hear clearly. To the, to the teenager, ask your mama and your daddy what I'm talking about. You know, you know. <laughs> Some of y'all are lying. <laughs> No, he's a kill. Someone told me this. Nah, I know, I know, I know, I know. And the truth is, unless we are intentional, intentional about turning God's voice on. Listen, if you're not listening to God's voice, you're listening to some voices. And those voices are convincing. And the more you listen, the more you believe. Matter of fact, the Bible says this, that the devil is so deceptive that even if it wasn't God keeping the very elect, the very elect would believe the, de the, de the deception. Do you know what's going on around us, this craziness? I mean, who ever heard of a father cutting off their baby's nose off? Who ever heard of another father slamming the baby on the ground? Who ever heard of all these people walking into places, shooting up innocent people? You know what is happening? Let me explain what is happening. The light of the church is getting more dim. So the world is more open to the voice of Satan. And these people didn't get there overnight, but they gradually kept on moving into hearing this. Now, yeah, there's some mental stuff going on, but it's the voices. Listen, 
listen, Satan is more evil than what we can even comprehend. And, 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 and his job is to send out, he's the, he's the prince of the power of the air, which means he's sending out his attitude and his frequency, and the world is picking it up. And the more the church quit acting like the church, Because the Holy Ghost in the church is the restrainer. The more the world becomes more acceptable to his voice. It's what frequency are we listening to? And how loud and clear is that frequency. Let me read this to you. Satan hates God's glory, so he's going to do anything to dim it because he recognized the more we shine, the more the world will see God and hear his frequency. So, so the more he dampens our frequency, the more he can bring chaos and craziness in the world. Listen to this. Romans 12, verses 9 through 12, through the Amplified says, The huge dragon which was cast down and out, that age-old serpent who is called the devil, the serpent, who is the seducer that is deceiver, the deceiver of all humanity, all humanity, the world over, he was forced out and came and down to the earth. Him and his angels, all those that followed him, was flung out with him. Then I heard a strong, loud voice in heaven saying, Now it has come, salvation and power, the kingdom and dominion and reign of our Lord, the power and sovereignty and authority of his Christ, the Messiah, for the accuser of the brethren who keeps bringing before God charges against them night and day has been cast out. You know what he's saying? He said, every time the devil gets you to do wrong, he stands before God and accuses you. Night and day. You love her? You love him? Did you see what they just, what I just got them to do? You have favor on them? They don't love you. I mean, I mean, look, look what he's doing. You should, you shouldn't even use them, Lord. They don't deserve it. God, you know what the thing is? He's right, we don't deserve it. Thank God for his grace and mercy. Thank God for the blood of the lamb. Thank God for the love. And we got folks who don't think they need Jesus and say, I'm good enough. The devil is a liar. <laughs> Listen, let's read on. Let's read on. It says, he keeps, he keeps bringing them before God, charging them night and day has been cast out. And they have overcome, conquered him by means of the blood of the lamb and by the utterance of their testimony. Hallelujah. Listen, for they, for they did not love or cling on to their earthly life even in the face of death. Listen what it's saying. It says, it says, it says, the devil is trying to stop us from being and saying and doing what God has called us to do. So you want to know why it's so hard? And it reads on, this is what it says. It says, woe to them that is on earth because the devil has been cast out and he knows his time is short. Oh, y'all didn't hear me. He knows his time is short, and he's mad about it. So, so you're going to see the fierceness of the devil as time goes on because he knows his time is winding up. So, so watch this, watch this. As a Christian, when I see all the stuff that is happening, I'm saying Christ's coming back soon. Yeah. 
He's coming to get us. Hallelujah. Let me live my life and, and allow me to do all that God wants me to do because, because, because time is short. I understand what is happening from a spiritual standpoint because scripture tells us, which means then watch this, it's high time for us to let our light shine. <laughs> we, 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 we can't be casual about it. Listen, the devil's not casual about his mission, so why are we casual about our praise? The devil ain't playing, so why are we playing? Listen, listen, he's, he's for real. It's in everybody else is coming out the closet. They got no shame about it. Why are we still? Oh, oh. You ought to tell somebody, my God is good. You know, there's a song. What's that? You don't love God? I love God. That, now, I want you to know what that song is saying. It is battling the fact that a lot of times as Christians, it sounds like we are apologizing for being who we are. The world has backed us up in a corner as though there's something wrong with us because we worship God. You go to church on Sunday for what? You pay time for what? You get up early and you serve God for, you know what we all say? You don't love God? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm right about it. I mean, we're right. They're wrong. It's like all that he has done. When I see the stars in the sky, when I see the moon in the sky, I know there's a God somewhere. When I see the rabbit run across the field, when I see the deer stepping across the street, I know there's a God. When I see the trees going back and forth in the wind, when I hear the birds singing tweet, 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 I know there's a God. When I recognize how good he's been to me, I know for myself there's a God. What's wrong with you? Hallelujah. Listen, you are filled with the glory of God. And everything we're going through takes you to a higher place of praise. See, the miracle is, is how he keeps you when you should have lost your mind. Oh, oh, see, there's somebody watching you. And they're waiting for you to throw in the towel. They waiting for you to quit going to church. They waiting you for, so you to say it's not worth it. But when they see you, keep on trusting him. Keep on praising him. Keep on saying hallelujah. You might have tears running down your face, but God is still good. I don't know what they see, but I see God in the hand of my situation. Just the fact I'm still alive, God is good. Oh, 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 oh. Glory in you. Glory in you. Listen, 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 listen. Listen, 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 listen. Listen, 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 listen. When God gets us to the place that we know we can't do it, and we allow him to do it, it is amazing. You know what's so amazing to me? When you know you're going through, but it don't feel like you're going through. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Fire all around you, and you're like, I don't know if I'm crazy, but I know I, the fire's around me, but I don't feel no heat. 
Then, then, then God would take you through the river and you can't swim, but you float on top of the water. You said there must be a God somewhere. How you know it's a God? I never would have made it. I never would have. What are you trying to say, preacher? Let me wrap this up. What I'm trying to say is, the more you go through, the more experience with God you have. After a while, you're just waiting with expectation. After a while, you, you say he's up to something. Well, how do you know he's up to something? Based on what I've been through. I know he's up to something. I'm just going to wait and see what he's up to. He's up to something. Is he up to something for you? Don't you feel it in your spirit? I don't see it yet, but come on, let's sit on the edge of our seats. Come on, come on let's wait. Let's, let's wait, wait. Has he been good to you? He's been good to me. Has he brought you through? Tell me how he brought you through. Just encourage me. Is it good to you? All the time. But but wait a minute. Haven't you been through some storms? But he's still good? You still trust him? He keep on proving himself over and over and over? If he did it for you, you think he's going to do it for me? Then let's do it. Let's wait this day. Let's work this day. Praise it together. Let's, let's encourage one another. Let's talk God talk together. Are you talking God talk with anybody? Is there anybody you can call up and say, I got a testimony? I got a testimony? Let me tell you what he's doing for me. Tell me what he's doing for you. Then we got to have a praise break. The church, the church, your spirit has to be stirred up. Now watch this. When you're not hanging around the right folks, you don't catch the current, you don't catch the, 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 the wind that would take you higher. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. See, you should have to wait so the choir gets started and the preaching gets started to be encouraged on Sunday. Can, can, can I meddle for a moment? Listen, why would you come in here and gossip? Why would you come in a place where God is trying to take us higher and have an attitude with someone? Why would you roll your eyes at a sister or a brother? Why, 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 why would you come in here and sit there with a, with a nasty attitude and allow your blessing to go right over your head? You know what that's saying? That we have to prepare ourselves to meet the presence of the Lord when we come to church. Now watch this. If you bring a blessing and you come to bless somebody else, and as soon as you enter the door, you got, my God is good. Not just sometimes, but all the You know what happened? I didn't even have to finish what I was saying because you bounced off of what I was saying and you picked up the praise yourself. Listen, listen, listen. Let somebody catch your praise. Let me explain. This just just hit me. The atmosphere is united with the presence of God. And all it needs is a spark. It's like if this room was full of gas. Guess what? The atmosphere.
atmosphere is already set. Oh, it would take not even a flame, but it would take a spark. It would blow this place up. Would the church get together? There's an atmosphere that happens in this place that, that you can either deaden it or you can set it up higher. And it should be that every Sunday that the atmosphere is so hard that all it takes that one person say, he's good. The next thing you know is somebody said, he's very, very, very good. Somebody else said, right now he's good. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. You covered? I'm covered. You sure you're covered? I'm positive I'm covered. You covered? I'm covered. Right now you covered? I'm covered too. Ain't it good to be covered? Ain't it worthy of his praise to be covered? Matter of fact, I want you to hit a note that he's covered. Can you do that? Said I'm covered. I'm not worried. Said I'm covered. I'm not worried. Now did he say that like he knows he's covered? Is anybody else know they covered? Do you know you covered? You been through something. And the reason why you know you covered, but he brought you out. He brought you through. Hallelujah. come together you got something to give to somebody else listen and Satan will have the impulse to make you get out of position where you're not the blessing that you're supposed to be And watch this. You can get mad at somebody and miss your blessing. <laughs> Moved you out of position. And that blessing was particularly for you that day. And though it, 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 it came out, it flew over you. Every choir rehearsal, every ministry meeting, every worship, there's a dynamic of God that is calling us to the next level of glory. And it happens in your spirit in your spirit, it happened in your belief system, that you receive what he's saying to you, and you begin to say, Lord, in me, Lord, me, and God says, yes, you. If you let go and let me, I will use you beyond your wildest dreams to be a blessing and an instrument of his glory. Listen, I can't blame the devil for stopping me. Because he says you got unlimited resources in you where nothing can stop you but you. You know, and this is the thing. Whose voice do you believe? Half 
to intentionally catch hold of it and say, Lord, help me to trust you concerning me. Sometimes it's easier to believe God for somebody else than to believe God for me. I can see it in somebody else. But, but need God to help us see it. He's calling us from glory to glory to glory to glory that the Christ in us will show up in us and we become a blessing and don't even see it. But other folks say, here come this blessing. Other folks say, I see Christ in you. Other folks say, it's your presence that when I sit in your presence, I feel the presence of Christ. And you say, who, me? Yeah, you. Because it's Christ in us, being his, his self through us. Whatever is in the way, get it. The righteous man falls seven times, but he keeps on getting back. It means that when you want it bad enough, you keep on getting back. Okay, how many times you fall? It's not in how many times, it's how many times you get up and up and up and up. Because it's in the getting up that you show faith. He's calling you by name. Will you answer? Somebody got it saying, I got to move for you, but I need you to come. I got preachers here that are going to pray with you, that will talk with you. But until you are ready, until, until you are willing to say, Lord, Lord I need you. Here's my life. I, I need you to do what only you can do. God is calling you. Will you stand? And if you're here today, come on. Come on. Let's see what God has for you. He got a blessing for you. He, he, got, he got a gifting for you. He has a purpose and destiny with your name on it. Ministers, come on. With your name on it. If you will. to him. Let's magnify him right now. Glorify your name. 